Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Allah sent 124,000 prophets. He sent katubs. He sent walis, friends of God. He sent them to instruct us as to appropriate action. And he also sent them as exemplars of what to be. Mirrors for us to see who it is that we can be. And what it is we're supposed to be. Some people during their lifetime have been granted the grace to meet some of these people and to spend time with these people. And this grace has allowed them to actually view what a perfected being is like and what one has to do to become like a perfected being. Now, if you read stories of the dervishes in past history, you will find that people made an effort to search the world to try and find these kinds of people so that they could be in their presence. And it was understood in the framework of life at that time that salvation was to be found by being at the feet of these kinds of people. Because they could then take the connection that they made and transfer that connection to you. Our teacher, Bao Muhayyadeen, said that not only was it possible for him to do what he does, he had the ability to give what he had unto others. Um, he could transfer that state of being onto others. And this is an incredibly important understanding because in addition to studying holy texts and holy writings, we have to study holy lives. And we have to see what the circumstances of holy lives were and what the actions of holy lives were. How did they act? What did they do? What was their relationship with other people? What was 
their teaching methodology? What was their lifestyle? A dervish once said, I went to see the holy man to see how he puts on his slippers and changes his shirt. The point was that everything that he does, he does in holiness. And that you can pick up that holiness by watching him. The life of the prophet is something that we should all study. And everyone should get the most accurate biographies they can of the life of the prophet to begin to understand his nature and his lifestyle. When Aisha was asked to describe the prophet, she said he was a walking Quran. Now, as you all know, there are those who are literalists, and there are those who understand the nature of the words deeper than the literal interpretation. A literalist would probably take pages of the Quran and put them on himself and say, I'm a walking Quran. But the, the one who truly understands would understand that it means that he embodied in physical form that which was said and written. That that which is conveyed through the Quran is the life that he led. And if you truly knew him, you knew the Quran. And this is a very important point to understand. That there are many different ways of knowledge. You can learn through reading, but you can also learn through watching and being what you watch. Becoming what you watch. Imagine the overall being that is a representation of Rahman and Rahim. The overall being that is a representation of Latif and Shakur and Kabir and Haq, reality. Imagine a being that lives in reality and imagine becoming a being that lives in reality. Well, it's interesting to contemplate these things. We are told, and we all know, that when you truly know yourself, you know your Lord. Okay? So, of course, one of the first questions we have to ask is, who am I? But, simultaneously, we should also ask, who am I not? And am I that which I am not? Think about that. Am I that which I am not? In other words, have we taken on qualities that are not who we are? Have we taken on actions that are not who we are? Have we taken on ways of being that are not who we are? Because 
If we find parts of ourselves that don't lead us towards God, then we are not. And we are not in the process of finding who we are. So, what is not and what is? The qualities of Allah are. The qualities that aren't of Allah aren't. And if we are to have any kind of existence that can be entwined with that which is, it has to be of the qualities that are within reality. And the qualities that are not within reality push us further and further and further away from reality. So part of finding out who we are is finding out who we are not and discarding who we are not. So if we walk around in anger, we can never find who we are. If we walk around in resentment, we can never find out who we are. Why? Resentment is a veil to the truth. Anger is a veil to the truth. All of the qualities that are not God's are veils to the qualities that are God. And so what stops us from understanding who we are? Believing that we are what we are not. And as soon as we stop believing that we are what we are not, we can become ones who begin to know ourselves. So if we're famous and we believe in fame, we are not. And we continue to emulate that we are not. We continue to grow in what is not as opposed to growing into what is. So, at essence, what is it that we have to know? Allah put his spark inside of us. And if we are to know who we are, we have to know that spark. And if we're not traveling towards that spark, we're traveling away from that spark. And then we can never know who we are. We can never begin to know the truth about ourselves and the truth about what humanity is. And that spark is in everybody. Think about it. If you can't recognize that spark in everybody else, you can't recognize that spark in yourself. So that which separates me from you separates me from Allah. Why? Because you carry the same spark that Allah gave you that I carry. And if I see differences, I can't see that unified spark. I can't see unity. I only see differences. So if we see religious differences, if we see caste differences, if we see color differences, if we see racial differences, if we see national differences, if we see language differences, any kind of differences that we see as holding legitimacy, we have destroyed our ability to see ourselves. And when we see a man who lives in hoc in reality, we will see 
that he doesn't have differences. He doesn't see differences. He doesn't know from differences. He only knows that that spark that is Allah's that was given to everybody is within everybody and is seen within everybody when you see it in reality. And if you don't see it in everybody else, you can't see it within yourself. So if you hate, you can't see that spark. Why? Because you hate. Why? Because you've separated yourself from the spark. The spark is interconnected. The ray is interconnected. The resonance is interconnected. It's among all of humanity. And the ones who see it, and the ones who connect to it, and the ones who connect to everyone else, and show the kindness that is Allah's to everyone else, and see no difference from everyone else, they are the saints in humanity. They are the ones that we need to emulate. I want to be in that number when the saints come marching in. Can you imagine? I want to be in that number when the saints come marching in. Because they will. And we're either among them or we're not among them. And when we understand that, when we understand that that's where we are supposed to be, that's when we will understand the true nature of who we are and our actual search will begin. Can you imagine asking a child, who do you want to be? And he says, I want to be in that number when the saints come marching in. This is the task that we have been given. This is who we're supposed to become. Assembled in the heavens with the ones who found reality. May it be so for each of us and may it become the way for each of us. And may God grant us each that station. Amen.